social media is what we make of it. It can be a great thing where we actually foster these connections and meet people, meet like-minded people from all over the world, build communities, share knowledge. And at the same time, it could be this draining, creativity draining activity that actually makes us constantly compare drains our energy, shortens our focus, removes our productivity. So it's up to us and we have this beautiful tool at our exposes and we decide what we do with it. So we have that power in our head. Welcome everyone to Life with Lisa podcast. Our mission at Life with Lisa is to share people's stories and the challenges that they have overcome so that those who are listening in can get the strength, the courage and the hope to be their better selves. And today we have a special edition episode. Welcome, welcome. I'm so glad to have you here and for you to be actually investing your time and energy into learning new things, watching this video, listening to this podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. And what I wanted to talk to you today is something that has been on my mind lately a lot, and it has been the impact on social media on our lives, on our brains, on our behaviors. And I think it's quite interesting because I feel like we are running the biggest experiment of all time at this point. Social media was never the thing that existed before. And we don't know how exactly it will impact our brains and our development and our social interaction, etc. But some of the things that I started noticing myself were I don't know if you've also ever find yourself just picking up your phone without even thinking about it and then going on social media and scrolling and then being almost unable to stop scrolling and then just switching between the apps of different scrollings <laughs> and then just being in this social media vortex for a while and thinking what am I doing with my life well I think a lot of people are having those moments these days and it's quite crazy because I almost feel like your mind cannot win this battle because social media can really you it really uses this dopamine hits and everything else all those way all those ways that our brains work against us and basically it shows us more and more of the content that we really like so we spend more and more time on social media it it also shortens our attention span because it shows more and more uh, content that's more generating more and more emotions and more uh, short and to the point so that we lose our attention span and gets harder to watch other longer longer videos or read books because we are so used to those short videos and getting those dopamine hits and I found those th that effect is just like, so dangerous because it's not only can interrupt our productivity cycle when we actually try to get something done and then we are constantly distracted by social media without ever entering in that deep work deep work energy vibe when you can get a lot of work done and you can come up with really creative ideas but if you're constantly getting interrupted by social media then we actually don't enter to that but also I feel like whenever I, I am pulled down that vortex and I <clears throat> spend so much time there, I don't feel good about myself. There's just something so weird about spending so much time on social media, which is not real. It's, you're not communicating with real people. You're not having a connection with a real person. And you're just like looking at all of those people on your social media feed and so many people you don't even know. And back in the days, if we look from the evolutionary standpoint, it's something that would never happen. You would not be able to 
you would not be able to even check in on so many people's lives in one day. And now we can do it just so easily on social media, which is just insane. And I think another idea that was introduced by Jishet, I think he mentioned, you know, so many, uh, so many of us wake up and check our phones first thing in the morning and then we see the, all those updates and do we see what people been up to. And then if you think about it, if social media were to be a real world and those people would actually walk in your bedroom when you're checking your phone and actually tell their stories or what they've been up to, you would never let the majority of those people to go into your bedroom. But we do let them in to go to our most sacred spaces and to also go in in more sacred times when in the morning we're most productive and we have this beautiful energy, we still manage to get all of these distractions in that actually pull away from us and they take away from us instead of contributing to our life. So I, I just think it's a very interesting point that regardless of how disciplined you are, how consistent you are, if consistent can you, you can be, if you are building a habit of actually constant distraction that we are doing with the social media, it's very hard to resist the temptation because the temptation is constant and now we have a habit of being distracted. So that's, that's something that I just wanted to mention and to also share this challenge because I feel like it's very relatable and lots of people are in it. And I feel like the solution out of it is to actually make sure that A, there is no distraction. So for example, leaving the phone in a different room or whatever distraction you have uh, in a different room so that you don't, you're not resisting distraction, you just don't have the distraction. And also to start building in the habit of actually having the deep work. So turning off everything else, sitting down for an hour, half an hour, and just being super focused on one task and being present and building, starting to build the habit of the opposite thing of distraction, starting to build a habit of being present and in the moment. And also the way I do it is, I think one of the best examples is when I cook, I always try for it to be the only thing that I'm doing. I'm trying not to listen to a podcast these days or to listen to music. I just try to cook and be present in the moment. And then it feels just so relaxing. I feel like my brain and mind and everything is just resting because it's enjoying so much to be so, so present. And it's so much more aligned with our biology and evolution to be just present in the moment and not to have these constant distractions from all over the world with the most exciting news coming in, generating so many emotions. So if you are also struggling with the social media vortex, let me know. I'm also curious to hear how, what are some of your ways to deal with the social media vortex. And uh, another thing that I also wanted to mention is I'm not saying that social media is all bad. I've met lots of people through my podcast, uh, through my social media that I also met now in person and I consider them my friends, but there's that side of it, also building community side of it. And I feel like, like with any tool, social media is what we make of it. It can be a great thing where we actually foster these connections and meet people, meet like-minded people from all over the world, build communities, share knowledge. And at the same time, it could be this draining, creativity draining activity that actually makes us constantly compare, drains our energy, shortens our focus, removes our productivity. So it's up to us 
and we have this beautiful tool at our disposal and we decide what we do with it. So we have that power in our hands. We just need to be aware of the downsides so that we can avoid them and we can double down on the upsides from what we do get from social media. I hope you enjoyed this episode that you watched on social media <laughs> or listened to on social media. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this channel, like this video, comment. If you're struggling with the social media vortex, I'll be very curious to hear. And I'll see you in the next episode.